the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Millburgers on another beautiful uh, weekend here. The Sunday is absolutely gorgeous, and uh, all we need is for you to come on out and visit with us. And, uh, oh, look at that. Look at all the pumpkins. That little, uh, <laughs> it's funny. One little boy was trading pumpkins out. He'd, got it. He'd made his election, and yeah. he had second thoughts. So he was... <laughs> Showing one that he he decided he would trade out, and there was a a wagon had a, a huge pumpkin in there, and a, about a six year old, <laughs> and uh, and another pumpkin, and the dad was having trouble getting it to go. So uh. <laughs> so I, I guess he was teasing the kid, and he said, "One of you guys got to go with the big pumpkin, or you, I can't pull." Oh, and so the little boy was kind of thinking about. That. Uh. <laughs> I didn't see what decision he made. <laughs> I imagine he, I imagine he figured it out pretty yeah. quick. And so, as you can tell, we're talking pumpkins, and Millburgers pumpkin patch is set up with all kinds of beautiful pumpkins. Not oh uh, yeah, the all perfect. Yeah, uh, traditional ghost, the blue pumpkins. Yeah. Um, uh, gnarly, if you like in the gnarly pumpkins, there's some gnarly ones there too. Lots of great decorations. The boutique, the terror train. Which we apologize for in advance. You will it, hear. it is a terror, truly a terror train. <laughs> Roger is running the terror train right now as it goes around the nursery. It, and, it was so quiet when I was walking <laughs> up here, and the train was coming around, and uh, everybody was joyous and yes. not frightened, and so. And I thought after last year they sent him off to therapy or something. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Charles and Chase aren't here, so he's gone wild. Yes, yeah. Roger's very passionate about being the conductor of the terror train and gets into it, which I'm sure kids love. Um, Is the terror train a terror for the people riding it or for the people not riding it? Take your choice. Uh, I think the people riding it love it. I think they love his enthusiasm. Here's here's the other driver yeah. over here, the one that the one that stops and lets customers get out of the way. Oh, no, stop that! And uh, uh, you know, so, well, so people that had to run. Roger, Roger, he just kind of pushes the old. He's quit screaming. There he is. <laughs> no, when he comes by again, you'll hear. We'll 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 put the mic up there so that we can catch. <laughs> there oh, he goes. There he goes. He's starting yeah. again. I'll I'll see if we can mic him. But anyway. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866. There's somebody's lap dog over there in the pumpkins. 
Yeah, is that the big old dog? Yeah, great date. Yeah, it's a great date. It's a, and he was funny. He was just glumping. I'm going to call it up here to yeah. go. And he knew exactly. It's like he'd been here every year. He walked right over to the pumpkin. Uh, he, was, he just you know, so apparently <laughs> ready for his picture. Huh? Yeah, exactly. This right. is this is uh, we don't mention that very often, but this is a, a dog friendly. Yeah, we've, there's a lot of dogs. There he goes. And uh, and uh, there's chickens. Chickens were wandering around. Some uh, bantams that have been here for years and years, and uh, of course cats. And cats have learned to, to live with the dogs and and uh, keep ahead of the little kids. <laughs> he was yelling that they were passing the pumpkin patch. <laughs> uh oh, it's Roger. The dog's after him. Anyway, all right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Uh, yesterday we forgot to uh, uh, bring up the uh, plant of the weekend, and and, and as uh, Trace is fond of doing, but uh, it's one that we've talked about before. Yeah. It's Lynn's Legacy. We also forgot to mention butterflies, didn't we? Didn't get our butterfly report. Oh, were we going to get a butterfly report? We were. Every, yeah, we, we vowed that... Uh, that we would uh, provide a butterfly, or was that hummingbird report? Hummingbirds, I maybe. Oh, maybe no both. One, no one called in. Yeah, both. But you know, we feature a plant each weekend, and it's kind of something that's hard to get, uh, usually, uh, or something that's kind of like the Miss Figgy or um, stuff like that, which was very popular. This one is uh, Lynn's Legacy. It's a Sinisa, right? Right. Yeah, it's the one we saw out, and uh, maybe if you've listened to the show a long time, while at Mitchell Lake, when we were on the porch, it was right in front of us, and it was a, a gorgeous, uh, blooming uh, plant that... Uh, the difference is the flower is sky blue. Yeah. Not, 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 well, and it's, not purple. Like and it's a re- really sunlight. kind of a refined growth tight growth rate mm-hmm. i mean growth yeah. pattern too but in fact we had to go look at it to make sure what it was you know <laughs> i suspected that it was a sinisa but the color of the flowers and it were just covered but you were telling us that it's got an interesting story it's what hard to hard to uh well yeah the the it's it's a texas superstar by the way and it was named after Lynn Lowry, who's a great plant explorer. Another Texas, Texas superstar. Yeah, Texas superstar. And uh, and so uh, uh, we put it on the market. Well, the uh, again, these plants, especially na- uh, native plants. Uh, this is native to Mexico. Native in Mexico. Uh, most Sinises are down out of way too, but anyway, uh, the uh, we tried it in containers. or had large large growers try it in containers, and it seemed to uh, it was being compared to Compacta, the the uh, the one that's most sold around here, and uh, it it didn't have the same pleasant appearance in the container. As it come back to the or does. So uh, it's a little uh, a lot a lot of people drop a back, drop people back a lot of people drop back on production, but I guess the people picked it up. Yeah. Here's the uh, specialty item. But uh, they they found some and that's good. If if you want a unusual Sinisa, 
And this this one doesn't lie. It blooms before the rain, unlike a lot of Milton's listeners. Well, and this... Nice don't lie. <laughs> just as we mentioned early in this discussion, when this one blooms, everybody notices it. Oh, yeah. The blue color, yeah. tight flowers, tight uh, form. But it, it's, it does, when it's not blooming, it's a got a tight conformation, yeah. but it's kind of a gray. Mm-hmm. So it's not, not yeah. a silver. Almost looks like a boxwood, maybe? Kind of? Well, yeah, the little yeah, leaves. Little of the... Down, yeah. All right, so on uh, com, uh, it says uh, Lynn's Legacy was selected for its profuse, fragrant flower displays. It grows slowly to about five feet tall and wide with a dense, rounded form. Its sage green foliage is wonderful, was a wonderful backdrop for the lavender flowers compared to most selections lavender. of Texas Sage. What's that? Oh, I was just You're gonna... questioning the... Lavender versus the blue. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a darker blue. Uh, it's a darker purple type. Uh, it is not as dependent on changes in relative humidity for flowering and can bloom more often during the course of the summer than other selections. Full sun, height about five feet tall, woody shrub, uh, planting time, any time from containers, tolerant of most soils as long as they're well-drained and not soggy. Uh, multiple flowering flushes that frequently occur during growing growing season. Avoid overwatering. I th- so go go online if you want to see this because it really was when we were there. Um, it was uh, it was stopping traffic and I, I mean that people would walk by and they would just kind of be talking, and they would see it and they would stop and they were just kind of. <laughs> well, what is that? Because they hadn't seen anything. Well, maybe it was maybe, maybe it was that. Idea. Maybe it was that heavy fragrance that they described there. Must have been the same person that <laughs> smelled it as smelled the uh, Belinda's dream. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember it being fragrant. No, but, I don't Because you and I can't smell yeah, we, things. We don't smell so well or smell so good. I forget. What is it, the difference? There's a difference between the two. Both. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, and so it's uh, for sale here at the nursery. I think it's twenty four ninety nine in the three-gallon container. Uh, this one's nice and big, and there are about... Uh, a, a dozen or so is what I'm told. We may have to have a coup. That uh, Roger and his train are distracting. Here. Are they distracting you? <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, you can do two things. You can come get them at the nursery, or you can call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760, and just tell them you want one, a Lynn's Legacy, the plant of the weekend, and they'll put it aside for you. And then you just come and get it. Uh, How many do they have? Um, I can't remember. I'm, uh, it was either 12 or 20. And I realize there's a difference uh-huh. between the two, but I can't remember what, what she said. Well, not if you're a UT English major. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I had to take two math classes, and uh, was I took one on finance math. Uh-huh. And, then, and then was disappointed to learn that I could have taken, like, math for liberal arts majors. I was like, what? <laughs> so... But I did well in my math class, by the way. Okay, anywho, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. I think we've gotten all the information out before we start the show, so uh, give us a call. Let's start. Uh, let, okay, can we, uh, I want to bring up, uh, is there somebody on the line? No. Uh, you know, we've, talk, we've been talking about uh, butterflies all year because of the monarchs and uh, it's just been a great year for butterflies here at the nursery and all across the city. And I had, I've been watching for, uh, of course, monarch uh, laying their eggs, but we wouldn't expect them to lay in the fall. But next spring, all those 
uh, milkweeds that you planted, you can expect. But the queen butterfly, which is uh, related to the monarch, it it has it doesn't migrate as like the uh, uh, monarch does. But uh, I discovered a whole one of my uh, milkweeds is all loaded with queen butterflies. I had to go get my little book to identify and make sure yeah. what the caterpillar was. Yeah. But uh, so that that that's cool. And you might want to. Those of you out there, and I know there's hundreds based on all the milkweeds we sold here at Millburgers and uh, all across the city. Uh, go check your go check your milkweeds and look around for the, and see if you've got any uh, caterpillars on them. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there'd be more of those queen uh, butterflies out there, uh, caterpillars. And but there won't be any monarch. No, probably not. Yeah, the the uh, this. There's monarch the the butterflies are out there the monarch butterflies are out there, but they're not laying eggs. They're these these guys that are worth seeing, getting nectar from the milkweed and the mist flower and all the others. They're on their way to their wintering grounds in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be the same butterflies coming back and they will lay eggs when they come back. They got a long flight. Oh, it's it's amazing. Well, there, there's one jet. Looks like the, they fly their little wings off. Yeah, they fly all the way from the north down through here and down to Mexico, winter, come back to here, then they lay their eggs. So that that's like a, I don't know how many, six or seven months or more. And then, but that next generation, the eggs that are laid in this area, lives three weeks, just long enough to go a little further north and they lay some more eggs. Huh. So it's the strangest. There's. Uh, Four generations, and the one is uh, seven or eight months. The same butterfly. Yeah, and and then the one that the one that hatches here and leaves is only three weeks. All they do is make that short trip further north to the breeding grounds, and then lay there some more eggs, and then another short uh, another short generation time before the the big one. Starts back. A butterfly up. wouldn't make it to Fredericksburg if it's uh, three weeks <laughs> flying. <laughs> uh, they, they don't fly real fast like a hummingbird. No, they when they're serious about it, they play, they go pretty well. But uh, yeah, it's the, those monarchs are fascinating. And so it's neat neat if we can do something to encourage them and to provide them nectar and, and places to lay their eggs. Milkweeds, milkweeds. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say about the butterflies, okay. Milton. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Now, y'all give me a lot of trouble about this dangerous de Balmos, say. Oh, no. We're up against a break. What, what is all the all uh, y'all always come up with a deal? Well, they live on they they'll hang on telephone lines. Isn't that what y'all always come up with? I got a. Note. All you got to do is go to Pleasanton, and they're yeah. just covering the utility lines. I got a note from Brazil. Oh wow! Over Brazil, you're international. He's yeah, heard, yeah, he's heard. They they've heard that there's this. Uh, Strange scientist <laughs> that says ball moss does hurt. Yeah. I find your name and profile uh, searching in Google. I hope you can help me, and I really appreciate it. 
I work for a research company in Brazil called L-A-C-T-E-C Institute, and we are studying the uh, bromeliad occurrence in cables of power lines for a power company in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Uh, do you know uh, about some new or working projects in Texas or any other states in the U.S. that are doing a similar project? Well, we should be doing it because those ball moths are just running our power lines. Uh, we are studying more specifically about ball moths, and we need to understand more about uh, her growing and control methods. That have not involved heavy herbicides. Does Texas have similar problems with ball moths? Thank you for your time. And he's out of Brazil. So uh, I haven't responded yet, but I think what I'll do is send him our recommendation that uh, baking soda works on ball moths. They'll probably be glad to know that. I thought maybe you could confer with our district attorney. Uh, He's uh, he's also into weird science on uh, oh. vaccinations. <laughs> We're not well, going there. But uh, uh, this is not going to be a show about vaccinations. Anyway. At least Jerry, at least Jerry is making is uh, making a joke out of it. <laughs> is he? Uh, well, this is this, yeah, well. this, this, this is serious. When this bomb moss moves from our precious trees to our power lines. And obviously, it must be affecting the power line somewhere. Or they wouldn't be doing this well, study on it. We don't know because you know, ball moss is unique to Central Texas. It's part of Texana. Yeah. That's, well, it's unique to Brazil too, I guess. Well, or a different bromeliad, maybe. No, so, are you noticing ball more ball moss on power lines? Huh? Are you noticing more ball moss on power lines? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying you saw it all over the place somewhere. Oh, Pleasanton. oh, Pleasanton. Oh, okay. If you want, I mean, if you want to go uh, see it, uh, obviously you just you Pleasanton is the is the place that I've noticed it. I noticed that CPS was changing things with their smart meters and stuff, and I thought, well, maybe this is the this is kind of their way of fighting against the bomb laws. That's just is cons- it possible. No. No. Okay. Okay. But, I'm just uh, you together. But yeah. you know this this year with all the rain and winds we've had a lot of balm moss has been stripped Not off of, of plants mm. off of, li- of live oaks especially and then you notice that uh, I've, it's growing on it grows on a lot of crepe myrtles you know a lot, a lot of crepe myrtles that get to that i've noticed that they get to that growth stage where they don't grow anymore they're kind of stagnant mm-hmm. same same way the live oaks are and then they and uh, the balm moss finds them which, which comes first? Does the bomb off find them or do they stagnate their growth? Well, of course, I'm, uh, you know, uh-huh. I'm not going to switch my arguments. I, say, <laughs> I think it's the, the, they find the ball moss seeds, find the, uh, the, uh, the environment that they can, they can germinate in and then that, you know, those horizontal stable limbs, high humidity. And they hook on. Can't it can't be any much growth. They don't they don't seem to respond on anything that's 
really growing very vigorously. Right, right. You know, and last I heard, those uh, utility lines don't grow very fast either. So. <laughs> so. Well, we'll have to uh, go ahead and um, find us a ball moss expert. We'll do some research on our own. I'll write this guy and have him send me any detrimental uh, effects on ball moss. Yeah, what does he find on ball moss? Since he's doing research all over the world. Well, tell tell him, Jerry, that you'll join the research team and tell him that you uh, are a recognized expert in the growing of uh, tomato plants upside down in... uh, (laughs) In uh, (laughs) topsy-turvy. Topsy-turvy. Derby. Let's go to James on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? James, you there? Yeah, yeah. Come I in, James. Oh, thank you. Okay. What's going on? Hey, uh, I just ordered a pack of seeds from Willite Seed Company, and it's uh, called the 1015 Grano. Onion. Grano. And, uh, Grano. Hey. It's called 1015 Grano. Grano. G R A N O. Yeah, well. Not uh, Grano. That's what you're using to think. Okay, Grano. Grano. Hey, we're supposed to plant those down in in the valley at 1015, right? October right. 15th. Right. Okay, when do we plant them? Over here in Guadalupe County. Uh, about 10-16. Uh, 10-16 or 10-17, yeah. Well, that'll give me a couple of days to get over my hangover then. There you go. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I think the 10-15 is pretty... Universal across the state, but uh, that, that's the reason they named it that because uh, that was a planting date for it in the Rio Grande Valley. Okay, hey, James, one more I'll question plant. about onions. All right. How come they go? Some of them go to flower early. Uh, because it, it, it depends on the weather, the weather conditions. If we have a when you plant them, uh, when you plant them uh, in October, the seed. When you plant the seed in October, um, if if they if they have a warm fall and going into winter time, uh, and the onion neck of the onion gets bigger than a pencil, and exposed to fluctuating temperatures from from cold, cold, cold weather to hot weather to back to cold weather, uh, then when it goes hot again, the the uh, it's a biennial. In other words, it's, uh, it takes two years for it to flower, but because of the weather condition, it thinks it's it's two years old, and so it some some will flower. Now some varieties are worse than that. Some some varieties are worse about bolting. But uh, the main consideration is the uh, uh, environment that it goes through. Well, how bad so is the ten fifteen about doing that? It it's it's uh it's it's good about not bolting, but like okay, I said, well, thanks it, for all the information. I appreciate it. 
given given the right weather conditions, it too will bolt. Hey James, I'll plant I'll plant the uh, transplants in January, and we can compare those to you planting that seed. And I know which one's going to be easiest. And of course, we don't know we don't know which one, will, but uh, the difference in terms of uh, when they'll ripen, I think it'll be exactly the same. Exactly. It'll be one, yeah. One of, well, they ought to be ready in January to put out, right? Right. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Okay, well, thanks. Thank you, James. All Good right. luck, James. Thank We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Bill Berger's Gardening South Texas coming up right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic phlox, fall aster, plumbago, and more, now 380 eight in the one gallon container. Fall is for planting and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container for some of your favorites like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's a pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. The real estate market in San Antonio is seeing good times. Our city is growing. We're no longer the best kept secret. Buying and selling a house in San Antonio is no longer a question of months, but now weeks and even days. Jim Glasgow, author and host of Towards Wealth Radio, here on 930 AM The Answer, says he knows another best kept secret. There's more money on the table available for you. If you're in the market to buy a brand new home, call professional realtor and real estate investor Jim Glasgow and let him not only get you the best price, let him secure for you the extra $1,000, the extra $5,000, or even the extra $12,000 he can put back into your pocket that you didn't even know to ask for. Call Jim Glasgow at 210-413-7230 and let him share 30 years of real estate advice and seal the deal. 210-413-7230 for Jim Glasgow and TowardsWealth.com. 210-413-7230. 210-413-7230. For vines, walls, and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with Delightful Decors. Delightful Decors is your source for blinds, shades, shutters, carpet, and countertops. Call us today and let's get started. For vines, walls, and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with Delightful Decors. Call 844-4-Decors. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the Hill Country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. 
Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell, San Antonio Hill Country at 210-693-0305. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and I want to encourage you to see my dentist, Stan Shelton, and his incredible team. They can provide you with a dental experience that is not only educational, but allows you to be involved in planning your care. Let them show you the wonders of modern dentistry. Their office is on Broadway, just one exit east of the airport. Give them a call at 590-7878, and their website is drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com, and you can Connect at Facebook.com slash Shelton Dental. My dentist, Stan Shelton. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 866- 308-8867. There we go. That's a little better. All right. And uh, you can come on by the nursery and uh, visit with us like so many folks are doing, especially families are out here today uh, enjoying the maze and the moon bounce and the boutique and all the scary stuff and the pumpkin patch and taking pictures in the pumpkin patch. And uh, they've got a place to set up that uh, just screams Halloween and fall. So uh, you can uh, take pictures in that as well. And Roger screams if you take the terror train. So lots of screaming. <laughs> going on here and uh, don't forget Lynn's legacy look it up online while you're uh, listening to the show uh, you go on your phone and google it and, or go to texassuperstar.com and you can see it and you'll see a pretty picture of it when you do uh, if you want one you can call the nursery at 497-3760 that's the main number for Millburgers nursery and say put one aside for me I'm on my way or I'll pick up one tomorrow and uh, they'll tell you all about it. All right. Yeah, I think the I think one of the pictures uh, shows the the comparison between the sky blue color of Lynn Legacy and the darker purple of uh, the more common. Uh, on the Texas Sinisa. Superstar, or on, yeah. is there stuff on Plant Answers about it? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, they're the same pictures. Okay. Same pictures. But uh, anyway, I got this note from uh, Wild Seed Farms that they're having a special uh, through October 31st on Drum and I Flocks Red. And uh, they sell it for 54 a pound, and then the sale price is $39 a pound. Now, the reason I'm talking about uh, Flocks Drum and I is when I was doing the the uh, red, white, and blue blue bonnets for 1986, uh, I didn't have the red at that time, so I had to use the flocks, red flocks, which means that it blooms at the same time blue bonnets do, and you sow it, uh, you sow it out about now, 
and uh, that's a that's a lot of seed uh, when you talk about a pound of seed. That's a, a lot of a lot of seed. It's it's every great. vacant lot in many in uh, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great for butterflies and hummingbirds. It has a delightful fragrance for people that can smell. And uh, exquisite flowers that bloom continuously, watered frequently. Uh, it's a native Texas wildflower that's well ad- adapted to the southeastern United States. It always seems to me that it's one of the first to bloom, you know, when you're going south to to uh, yeah. Wilson County. Uh, yeah, Wilson when Connor. we drive, when we do this stuff yeah. there. The, I, think, uh, th- I think that's a phlox, but I don't think that's this Drummondite phlox. It's more of a pink. Uh, 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 yeah, I may, I may be wrong, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's a phlox. But uh, this Drummondite phlox blooms exactly when blue bonnets but mm-hmm. Here would be March. So uh, uh, check that out at uh, wildseedfarm.com or on their seed rack. I imagine we've got some on our seed rack here. In fact, here at the nursery, uh, the Wild Seed Farm seed rack. Um, got a question in from uh, about uh, somebody that, that had uh, citrus leaf minor damage occurring to their 12-year-old kumquat tree. They treated it with welcome to the crowd. Yeah, they treated it with neem oil and spinosad. I think I must have used one treatment of thursite as well as per his instruction. So, I also bought some pheromones, sticky traps online, and can see small, small specks of some type of bug inside of these traps. <laughs> this this lady's after these uh the. Uh, Fertilized every three months with Medina organic pellets. Hmm. The decline started about a year ago. I went went on and went on for a few months before I could get a diagnosis and how to treat it. We really thought snails were eating it. My question is whether I can expect the tree to come back. It looks very sick compared to the other tree. That uh, That's interesting how they attacked one tree and, and sometimes not... Uh, Attacked uh, the same type of tree right next to it. I think my, I think about one third of my trees are showing. Oh, is that right? Some symptom, yeah, and a different. But it's, it is right. I mean, I was thinking one of my lime trees has got them, and one doesn't. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the lemons, the sats, the satsumas do, grapefruits do. So it's pretty widespread in my yard. Uh, Forrest writes her back. It says, uh, as, you, as you know, little can be done to prevent or control these critters. I cannot give you a complete assurance that the tree will come back. Will come back. I, I think we're pretty sure that mm-hmm. it'll, it'll come back. Uh, however, the, the uh, leaf miner damage this year is worse than, than yeah. we've seen it in past years. Uh, they they write on uh, at he he looked up an IPM uh, website somewhere and said mature trees more than four years old have a dense canopy of older foliage to sustain the uh, the leaf miners uh, and can tolerate uh, 
can tolerate the damage on new leaves during part of the growing season with negligible effect on tree growth or fruit yield. Very young trees do not have much mature foliage and they produce more flush year-round, thereby supporting larger citrus leaf miner population. Young trees may experience a reduction in growth. However, even young trees with heavy leaf miner population are unlikely to die. In other words, they, they generally just mess the leaves up. I guess, I guess the leaves are largely non-functional once they've been affected, but uh, they're still green. You know, they still got chlorophyll in them. Um, but anyway, that... Uh, you're not alone. If, if misery loves company, uh, you're not alone with this leaf miner problem this year. All right, 308-8867. Jerry didn't state it. Um, you can. There's really not anything to treat now. Now that the damage is showing, I mean, there's nothing that that will uh, that will correct what's what's happened so far, but. But he did mention, emphasize the fact that we expect the trees will be in good shape next year. And what's probably good news is this is kind of an off year on the production compared to last year, too. That's true. Last year was just loaded, everything seemed to be. This year is that alternate bearing year, so a lot less. All right, while we got a chance, let's take a quick break. And while we take a quick break, why don't you call us at 308 8867 308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic flocks, fall aster, plumbago, and more, now 380 eight in the one gallon container. Fall is for planting and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container for some of your favorites like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's a pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Homeowners, you know all too well about the recent hails we've had in San Antonio. But did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hagendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985, and their incredible results speak for themselves. Check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see miraculous transformations and real testimonials of happy, thrilled customers. So if your deck, fence, or patio has been damaged in the recent hailstorms, find out about how your homeowner's insurance may cover damages. For more information, call Deck and Patio Care right now at 822-9147. That's 822-9147, or go to deckandpatiocare.com. Honey? They're back. Babe, this is ridiculous. These raccoons are destroying our attic, tearing out our AC ductwork, and keeping me awake half the night. And now I'm hearing scratching in the walls. We probably now have rats or mice, too. We paid two different bug companies to solve this. We need to call Critter Evictor. Martha at work used them says they're experts in the market. They don't just block the one access point like the other guys did. They reinforce all current and potential access points and give us a 15-month warranty. Find them now. I can't take this anymore. Okay, okay, dear. I found them online, animalcontrolsanantonio.com. Let me type it in, animalcontrolsanantonio.com. And look, it says free estimates and your right of 15-month warranty. Here, write this down, please. 210-441-4045. And great, they're locally owned and operated. I'm calling right now. Let's get them out of here today so I can get back to a good night's sleep. That's 210-441-4045. You got it. That's Critter Victor. The stakes are high, so don't miss a minute. The second presidential debate is tonight. Listen live on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Or watch with us at the Lion and Rose British Restaurant and Pub in the Rim. Clinton. I call it Trumped up, trickle down. Trump. You are going to prove one of the biggest tax increases in history. The debate begins at 8, sponsored by the Lion and Rose and the God Family Country Radio Show. Airing after the debate tonight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, you can give us a call and be a part of the show on this beautiful Sunday afternoon by calling us at 344-8481, 344-8481. How was your... Oh, that's, that's, the name, that's the number for the station, sorry. 308. What? Okay, now I'm blanking out. Did you forget? Oh, yeah, 308-8867. Okay, how about your hummingbird feeder? How are you doing? I don't know. i got to change it or move it or do something well no the, the, we get this, a, we this get, time of the year you'll, they'll come in waves so you might not see anything no, for we don't see much but the water level doesn't go down the sugar water level is not well, dropping yeah well they don't if they're not feeding there they're not and we had a nice little block feeder we it wasn't suet but it was a, a seed block and the squirrels ripped it down and and <laughs> and, we're, and it fell on the chair Outside on the patio, and the squirrels were just boldly sitting on the chair, eating the seed. They don't care. Chaos. <laughs> this, what's this society coming to? Chaos. <laughs> squirrels are taking over. It's just that squirrels don't care you anymore. you got to mobilize those birds. <laughs> the squirrels, I know. This, the, There's got to be a wall someplace. Well, all last year we, we had a nice situation where 
all these birds would come, and the big old beautiful woodpeckers would be there, and they'd be taken. Now it's just a, a violent squirrel who rips it off its thing, throws it down till it's open, and then just boldly looks in the patio at us. I've got as they. I've as got they, a live trap that'll fix all uh-huh. that. Okay. Except then you gotta. You need to teach him to swim, Milton. Teach yeah. him yeah. to snorkel. Or maybe you could. Ca- I'll use use my trap to catch him and then give him to Jerry I'll to dispose of. Snorkel them, yeah. huh? He'll bring a, a little stew that you and I can enjoy. There you go. Let's see. All right, 308-8867. Squirrel, squirrel tastes good. That's just the idea of it, I guess. Yeah. Are, are you kind of in the same boat? I mean, when when I was young, squirrel was when great. I was we young, look forward to it. Eat them all the time. Yeah. We'd go on hunts. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the first first uh, hunt for young people is squirrel hunt. Yeah. And if you got a, a had a little terrier that yeah, spotted, that, oh, I mean, spot yeah, you were, yeah. <laughs> like my mind just watches in the trees now. Uh-huh. Would have been ideal for me of uh, 40, 50 years ago. <laughs> hey, we've got Sylvia on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Sylvia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine, just fine. I, I, I call in rega- regarding my uh, Valencia orange tree. Okay. Um, we've had it for like seven years, and uh, now it's produ- it produces a lot of oranges. Last year, but they were but they were bitter. Oh. I want to know if it'll ever come back to being sweet again. Were there are there is there thorns on the tree? No. Oh, wait, oh yeah 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 yeah. Do you want to explain to it, Jerry? No. <laughs> I don't want to give her the bad news. Unfortunately, what it sounds like has happened is the when they were on on rootstock, it was on a rootstock, and that one of those stems emerged from the roots. That's why we asked about the. Uh, Thorns, because the rootstock uh-huh. is sour orange, or one or another, and they and they have thorns, and they kind of once they aren't cut back, they take over and dominate the tree. So, and their fruit is very sour and it's slow to ripen. So, if that is what you got now, now look on the tree and see if there's any branches that don't that have kind of a different looking leaf and don't have thorns. Okay. You, you, and you may be able. It depends on how many years. Did you did you have good any good fruit last year? Uh, last year was bitter. Bitter too. You've never had good fruit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that indicates that may indicate that the the sour orange, the rootstock, has dominated the whole tree now, and and uh, the choice choice you have is uh, remove it or just enjoy the the look of it. Because, oh, Jesus. Because, uh, <laughs> okay, so beautiful, the tree. I mean, uh, lots and lots of oranges. But I thank you. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but yeah. that's, that, that's a very common experience around here. Oh, um, yeah? They're, they're a little cold sensitive, so it used to be that the top would freeze back and then the rootstock would come and take over. Um, now with our mild winters, it's it could be something else that did it. Uh-huh, but it'll never come back sweet again, huh? No, no. ma'am. 
Again, oh, you, it, it never has had it never had that sweet oranges on it, has it? Yes, it had. Uh, when we bought it, they had oranges on it. And the next okay, uh, yeah. year, it had sweet oranges. Yeah. Okay. You might have to get a new one. And this okay. and, then, and watch this time. Watch. And any time something comes up from the rootstock that's got a little different leaf or and thorns, you you, you cut those off. Oh, okay, okay. All right, good luck. Good luck to you. Sorry about that. Okay, well, thank you all. Okay. Bye-bye. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, where Jack is on the line. Hi there, Jack. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Hope you guys are well. Yeah, we're doing great out here on the porch. (laughs) My question is, I need something that would be a good option for a privacy hedge that will grow in shade. It'll, say again what the privacy hedge uh, that will grow in shade. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, how tall do you need it? 10, 12 I, feet at most. Okay, is it real deep shade or is it... Well, it's got an oak tree canopy over it. Okay, I was just thinking, you know, if it was, if it was our uh, Burford holly, the standard Burford holly, they, that really makes a nice hedge. Uh, but it, it, another another one that that works, if you can find, it, is the uh, viburnum tinus. But but you don't want the 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 spring bouquet miniature one. You want the the full size. Now that's that that can take a lot of shade and that gets very tall, very thick. They're they're both evergreen. Jerry, what else? I got this. Uh, in fact, uh, that's one of the questions I brought in to talk about. Uh, Neil Sperry addressed it in his weekly newsletter. He said uh, we would like a tall shrub to screen an unsightly view behind our house. What would you suggest? And Neil said I get this question a lot. It seemed like the more uh, the more compacted our landscapes become, the more precious our privacy is to us. In most cases, we need a plant that will grow to be 8 to 15 feet tall. Here are five of the best and three of the worst. As always, it, uh, anyway, uh, good choices for screening is uh, Nellie, Nellie R. Stevenson Holly. And uh, it it it's a good choice. And plus, there he he names one Mary Mary Nell Holly. In other words, any of the uh, standard Holly, the tall ones. Uh, yeah, and his children. Okay. And uh, and then he also mentions uh, willow leaf Holly, also known as needlepoint Holly. Um, and then he he recommends. Uh, Ely Agnes. Hmm. Said no plant is more durable. It grows eight to twelve feet tall and wide. Is it grow? Does it grow in the shade though? Uh, he doesn't say anything. I don't think that. it does. I don't think it does require full sun. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you have to stick with the hollies in the shade. And, okay. Uh, so really, any you say most any holly will work. Right, right. Yeah. Any tall growing holly. Okay. Thank you very much. 
And he said, plants you want to avoid, Japanese ligustrum or Japanese privet, a Milton's golden bamboo, and red foot, red tip fortinias are plants you want to avoid. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to hang up and listen on the radio. If, if that if it is tall enough for you, that may be an I think it's eight or nine feet they talk about. Mm-hmm. If that's tall enough for you, that that would certainly be my first choice. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven the number to call three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Checked our stats, our weekly stats on our on our. Uh, on, on plantanswers.com. And guess what has climbed to the top, Calvin, at this time of the year on the weekly stats? More people are coming in asking about this particular. Pumpkins. No, for you could. That made sense. Over- Broccoli. Overseeding. Oh, right. Oh, again. Hey, uh, despite the fact we try to <laughs> ignore it. <laughs> 505 people last wow. week. Last week came in, so uh, I was hoping Trace would be here today so he could talk about the different seed that they've got. But uh, we'll save that till next week. I'm sure overseeding will, will be important. I, I was looking out my back back uh, porch uh, today and uh, look, looking at areas that uh, I would possibly overseed. And that that uh, uh, horse herb is thick. Yeah. It's, it's so thick you can't even see the yeah. and bare the, ground. And the Bermuda grass has not shown any indication that it's going to. Maybe the the growth is cut down, but the color is still good. Yeah. And San Augustine grass is, uh, uh, if anything, is looking better on a lot of lawns. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't yeah, don't rush it if you can oversee this. If you continue to get these mild winters, then uh, well, of course you don't want to oversee the San Augustine lawn anyway. Bermuda is about your only option there. Yeah, and also uh, on this uh, stats for the plantanswers.com, the butterfly vine right up and pictures of the uh, painted butterflies. Hi. Had a uh, 139 people came in there and looked at it last week, and if you're interested in what we're talking about, that's uh, on the front page of PlantAnswers.com under Topics of the Month. It's the first listing it's called Butterfly Vine and Seed Pod Story, and it tells about our local San Antonio lady that uh, paints the butterfly butterfly pods oh is that did that get a lot of uh 139 people last week all right so uh people are interested in looking at that we also have got been we also got a question i don't, I don't know where it is being here but uh 134 people last week uh looked up the information on oak leaf galls oh that's interesting uh, because the oak leaves are kind of beginning to fall and the ones with gall, the gall insects on them, uh, are the the galls that formed by insects. 
they were the, some of the first ones to fall, so they're laying on the ground, and people are thinking that all the, all the leaves are being knocked off by galls. And uh, so they're looking up the information on Oak Leaf Gold. One, la- one lady wrote in, was real upset, and she said, these uh, red bugs, what, what should you spray our oak tree to get rid of these red bugs on there? I couldn't figure out what she was talking about, big red bugs. And uh, and we looked at her pictures that she sent, and it was uh, red oak leaf galls. Really? On the bottom of the oak oh. leaf. She thought they were bugs. Yeah. Well, but I, they are kind of bugs. Yeah, but, I uh, had uh, some somebody come in yesterday before the show that had a bag of, uh, of oak leaves, and they, they had... Uh, so one of the you know leaf fungus, and it looked to me like they were the you know the leaves that the the live oak was going to drop, mm. you know that we've seen we've seen for most of this summer, and so there's still a lot of that out there where the the oak trees put all that foliage on when we had all that rain, and we got into a hot part of summer, so they had to drop they couldn't support it all, so they'd dropped some of it or started to drop some of it and so it's still in that stage so don't get overly panicky at this point if you got a little galls or a little leaf fungus or some leaf drop on your live oaks they should be in pretty good shape all right 308-8867 308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 uh, we're going to get caught up with the news in just a moment. I heard out of uh, Calvin was helping someone off the air, and he's pushing his rutabagas again. Well, they, they oh, were, he was man. looking for something that he could plant by seed. And, of course, this is the great, uh, the fall garden is a great uh, time to plant seed. Carrots, English peas, rutabagas, turnips, beets, radishes. What else, Jared? Can you think of them? Let's see, you say in your good-to-grow column, um, or dig-in-now column, in yesterday's paper that uh, you can uh, plant, use seed for carrots, radish, lettuce. Oh, lettuce, yeah, that's one of them. And we don't want to forget to tell people we got our Crawford receding yeah. lettuce. Yeah. When is, when is Steve Brown's lettuce deal going to be on? Do you know? I don't know exactly. It'll probably be next one night next week. Okay. It hasn't been on yet. We want to make sure that they have yeah. an adequate supply of Crawford lettuce seed and beets and turnips and English peas and some other plant I've never heard of. Through the baggies. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. It's all free, 866-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867. We're having a fun time out here at Millburgers today as they're celebrating the season. And uh, have it with a terror train. It says Little Red Choo Choo. 
but it's terror train with uh, spiders and he's handing them a gun <laughs> they're supposed to shoot zombies and uh, stuff supposed to see what oh zombies zombies and other scary things so oh okay yeah i didn't know what that was about <laughs> i thought he had a water gun to shoot people that were <laughs> that were slow on the trail slow on the trail get them moving uh we've got the <laughs> maze for kids uh, great pictures opportunities uh, great picture opportunities here at Millburger. So come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevard Road. We'll have a good time. Uh, I wanted to mention that uh, that we were talking about uh, direct seeding stuff a while ago, and I, when, I we keep saying over and over and over, when you get that free lettuce seed out here, uh, uh, Crawford lettuce seed, and several nurseries around town have it, um uh, mom and pop operation but remember you 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 get you get moisture in in the planting bed in other words get it all prepared maybe put a little fertilizer in there and then you uh rake the bed flat and then you direct sow right on top of the ground you can you can lightly rake it in if you just have to but it has to be exposed to sun before it'll germinate. Um, that's unique to lettuce seed. So uh, uh, get your Crawford lettuce seed. Now that it's cooled off, uh, it should come up in three days. It should germinate in three to four days. Uh, but then you want to, we've got uh, uh, transplants out here. I'm looking at some pretty good looking spinach transplants that you can go ahead and get in now. And broccoli, and people are buying broccoli, cabbage, or cauliflower. I don't know why they want to buy Brussels sprouts, but uh, and chard. I don't know, let's see, do we have chard up there? We've had chard in the past, but uh, uh, use transplants of that now. And one th- one th- one thing when you're thinking about using transplants of things like broccoli, uh, you plant broccoli about. Uh, uh, 10 to 12 inches apart and uh, you you plant more than one in other words you just don't plant one one broccoli plant and say well that's gonna do us for the broccoli so but plant well I don't know if it's in six packs or not but it plant at least six and preferably 12 and if you want to pl- have more broccoli coming along Broccoli, this, this, if you plant all that broccoli, you won't have room for rutabagas or collards or. That's the good news. Uh, but the, uh, the, uh, the transplants are available now and, and, and the transplants are where we, on uh, broccoli is what I like so much. And, uh, Green Magic is the variety that's being sold now in the market. And it's uh, 60 to 70 days, well, in this kind of temperature, it's 60 days from harvest. I plant three so, in an eight-foot row, and it seems like they're packed in there. Yeah. Well, so you're saying to plant, you could plant. You could plant them 12 inches apart. Gracious. That'd be eight in, the, in an eight-foot row? Yeah. But the, uh, if you yeah. want bigger head, now if you, you can plant them thicker. And you get smaller heads, uh, but you don't, get don't you tell get my wife because she likes the smaller heads. You, well, you can make them smaller by planting them thicker. And uh, 
the uh, you get more yield per acre. Oh, you per acre. Yeah, just what, just what you need. Yield. You can't hardly give it all away <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> I I generally try to keep down to uh, yeah. I, t- I guess I do do uh, twelve broccolis, but then three bro- three uh, cauliflowers and no six cauliflowers and three. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Well, pull out the Brussels sprouts and put the broccoli in there, something that you can eat. Well, you, remember one year when Jerry, when it seemed like he put in a half an acre of broccoli. Yeah, I did. When it, when your grandson yeah, was all he, excited he, about. Yeah, he, he loved broccoli and still does. But uh, if, you, if you want to uh, make broccoli go all the way through the winter, in other words, broccoli basically is a two or maybe three pre-harvest uh, crop where you harvest the big head and then you wait for the side shoots to come and then uh, you, you may do t- uh, twice do the side shoots for tw- two times but uh, uh, the way to continue your high quality broccoli throughout the season is to plant it at different intervals in other words plant it uh, plant some now and then wait uh, two to three weeks and then plant some more. So you uh, make succession plantings of, of broccoli transplants and that'll keep you in the high quality broccoli all the time. Uh, but, but like you say, if you want them smaller heads, to plant them closer together. And uh, again, with all the cold crops like that, uh, you want to fertilize them uh, heavily. But because they are a leafy crop, there's one uh, one advantage I know of planting them really close together is that uh, less of a weed issue. That's true. That's true too. Because so, they do, they get, they cover a lot of ground, and if you're mm-hmm. if you're uh, shading the ground, you don't have to deal with weeds. So that would be desirable. Yeah. But uh, the, the, that's when when they're doing processing uh, broccoli. They plant them closer together, and then, and then they can machine harvest them. And uh, and like you say, it cuts down on the weeds and also makes a, you know, when you're doing processing, you're kind of cutting them up anyway. So you're you're after yield and qual- uh, quantity rather than so much of the big heads that a lot of home gardeners like to like to grow. But uh, anyway, now now the greens crops to, and 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 spinach, like I said, is here. Can we help you? Oh. <laughs> um, and then Calvin says in his uh, digging now to uh, spread the Texas Oklahoma wild seed wild farm seed mix wild flower seed mix. I'm sorry. Spread the Texas Oklahoma wildflower seed mix on sites where the seed will reach the soil and the plant will attain uh, full sun. Single species packages are also available. So, uh, and that and then that gets back to our, our red fl- red drum and our flocks that we were talking about a little bit earlier. The uh, Calvin's article in yesterday's paper was talking about some of the blooms that we get to enjoy in the fall. He's talking about oxbud lilies and uh, uh, Mexican olive. That Mexican olive blooms all through the summer, all through the winter, doesn't it? 
Well, yeah, and it, it blooms uh, like these last couple of years. It's bloomed uh, through most of the summer and spring. Yeah. Uh, so mild winter is a factor, and the moisture is a factor, because I I always uh, remember a few years back that we talked about it as a fall bloomer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it started really early this spring and just kept blooming all through the summer. I guess there's a rain and cool weather yeah. or something. I think so. I think you're right. Blooming. Uh, the plants were almost impossible to find for a long time, but I, I, I see more and more plants in the nursery now. I think Millburgers have got some. And it is naturalized. Mexican olive. Is naturalized in my neighborhood, which indicates that the deer aren't eating it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's got a fuzzy leaf on it. Oh, yeah, real fuzzy leaf on it. And so uh, I imagine uh, that's that's good to know that the deer won't eat it, too. I haven't made a, you know, s- a s- study of it, but uh, the, you know, fact that you see them in the vacant lots indicates that they were able to come up, yeah. reseed and come up without getting devoured by the deer herd. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Looking for some reports on tomatoes, hummingbirds. Uh, there was something we wanted to know, something yesterday, uh, hollyhock or? Yeah, well, yeah, if anybody's got a, uh, we, you, we haven't talked about hollyhocks in a long time, and somebody brought that up, uh, you know, how do you get one started, and is it reasonable to expect that, it would come back every year, like it is in some parts of the country, or some parts of the world. And uh, so, and I remember, uh, you know, years ago that there were a number of uh, uh, plantings of hollyhocks at, uh, through the city. And I just wondered if any of those had left, if anybody's got any out there, uh, and what they're doing to maintain them. Yeah, we, um, so all those who can just call and contribute and uh, help our other gardeners, uh, with your advice as well by, uh, by, uh, giving your input and find out what's going on. Alright, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Another thing is, uh, we have our plant of the weekend, which is Lynn's Legacy Sage or Lynn's Legacy Sinisa. Uh, beautiful flowers on it. It's, uh, hard to come by. We've got it here in the three gallon container for just, uh, uh, $24, I believe. $24.99, I think. Uh, so you can uh, come on by and uh, find it. But go online and take a look at it. If you're uh, near a cell phone now, just go to texassuperstar.com, uh, and uh, that's the, that'll be a website where you can find all these, or just Google it and uh, see the picture because it's outstanding. Uh, so if you want one after seeing it, uh, but you don't want to come out today, that's okay. Uh, Trace and, uh, has set up uh, something where you can just call, and uh, you just uh, tell them to put one aside or two aside or three aside for you. Uh, so call 497-3760, 497-3760. It's um, most unusual sage that's on the market. Now. Yeah, I want folks to look online. And it blooms more. Yeah, yeah, that's... It, it blooms. It predicts rain here and other places. Why would it bloom more if it predicted rain? Well, that's the deal. It's it's it predicts rain like here and up. Oh, and oh I see. Up to it's it's up to like you know a thousand miles. So oh. is it like an, <laughs> is there like applications and and it you know, every plant has a different responsibility? 
for the territory? Or? <laughs> I've, I've done some research, but not not enough to know why. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep going on that. Yeah, yeah, I know you're going to be happy to hear this. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are ahead of uh, Houston Texans by 24 to zip. No, why would I be happy to hear that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was I was just saying it for the, my benefit. Oh, okay. The, the, the Houston boy, you. Has the Houston boy shown up yet, or, or what? Who? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the guys that are playing. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that is surprising. Because they, I think they, they yeah, had a pretty, pretty good, good team. team yeah. Hey, we got a tomato report. Steve's calling us. I bet it's dry drip. Steve calling us oh, about good. tomatoes at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going? Oh, Steve, you there? Come in, Steve. Steve. All right, we'll we'll hang on a second until we know. Well, we uh, one thing one thing I wanted to mention too. Um, we talk about sweet peas every year, and uh, and I went ahead for the first time in years and soaked my sweet pea seeds and put them out, and uh, they're coming. Uh, and they like this weather too. They're all coming up. Uh, so English peas, sweet peas, uh, get them in the garden. Uh, sweet peas are unbelievable for cut flowers, fragrance, and the rich uh, blooms. And uh, you know, it's either too hot or too cold quite often, so the, the, it's a, they're not the easiest things to grow here. But uh, give them a try. They're a lot of fun. All right, Steve's back at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Steve, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going today? Oh, it's going good. This is Rick, Steve. That's what I figured. How's it going, man? All right. Good. You're, out, good. you're asking about... What's that? No, no, you're ready. You're on. Okay. You're asking about tomatoes? Yeah. The the Lavaca has the most tomatoes on it. Hmm. None, none of them have ripened yet. I got one Valley Cat, and I picked about fifty nine sixty eight. Okay. Wow. Did you taste so the Lavaca yet? He said none have ripened yet. No. Oh, no. No, they're, they're all still green, but they're. Uh, Plan is full. Your experience, now, I now, think, is different from Calvin's. Now, did you did you have a Roma surprise? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Good. The, the, uh, the I, rockets I, are about a golf ball size. That's right. That's about that's about as big as they're going to get. Uh-huh. You got celebrity Steve? Yeah. You got celebrity or red deuce? Yeah, I, I I got I got celebrity, but they're pretty small. They didn't set on as early as the valley cat. Okay, because yeah, my celebrity's got a lot of fruit, about golf uh-huh. ball size at this point. So I think they even they will make the um, Thanksgiving thing. The red deuce yeah. will be close. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few golf ball size, and the rest of them are marble size. Tycoons are loaded with nice-sized fruit. Of course, that's in that same league with Valley Cat, I think, in terms yeah. of heat setting. And the, the, the one I picked was 
Valley Cat's about a baseball size. It's a nice size. Oh, wow. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for calling in. We're I'm I'm glad to hear that about Lavaca. I'd, I'd heard heard some reports that uh, because it usually doesn't produce nearly as many tomatoes as that Roma Surprise does. Oh no! And uh, oh, really? uh, I, I I was afraid I was afraid you had gotten them mixed up. No, uh, there, there, there's a, there's about fifty of them on there. Okay, okay, now, uh, they're not oblong, are they? The fruit? Uh, no. They're, 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 kind of, they're round? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll be, I'll be uh, anxious to hear what you think of their taste. Okay. Because I think that was one of the issues at the beginning, that the, the person that developed them was trying to, what, Tycoon and uh, 960, I think. But uh, I've only eaten a couple, and uh, but uh, I didn't find them as, t- as tasty. But that that might just been that they were real early. So we'll see. Alrighty, thanks, Steve. Uh, thanks, Steve. You take care. Got a question here? Did you want to ask it on the air? No. Okay. Well, here, just uh, we'll 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 take a quick break and then we'll talk to Bert right after this. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight. 8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. You owe the IRS or being audited by the IRS? Don't stress alone. Call Taxation solutions at 210-263-3392 210-263-3392 and listen to the taxation solutions show for the answers to solving your tax problems sundays at three here on 9 30 a.m the answer Delightful Decors is your source for blinds, shades, shutters, carpet, and countertops. Call us today and let's get started. For blinds, and more, you're sure to adore. Get Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic flocks, fall aster, plumbago, and more. Now three eight in the one-gallon container. Fall is for planting, and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container for some of your favorites, like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's a pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 
You visited your parents last weekend and noticed lots of changes. Mom can't keep up with the house and dad. He forgets to take his medicine. After a weekend of running errands, you are overwhelmed. The effects of aging on your parents can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is here to help manage your loved one's care so you don't have to. From providing a companion who can clean, prepare meals, and remind dad to take his medicine to around-the-clock compassionate care. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free in-home consultation. Our home care specialist will customize a plan and give you peace of mind. Call Synergy Home Care now to schedule your free consultation. Our number is 855-579-CARE. That's 855-579-CARE. Synergy Home Care Franchise Opportunities, now available in Central Texas. Proverbs 11.14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Baez Law Firm, auto accident Attorneys, 210-979-9777, thebiaslawfirm.com. I'm Lisa Lewis. Join me as we meet some of San Antonio's most intriguing business and community leaders. Sunday morning at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. All right, we asked for hummingbird reports, tomato reports. We asked for reports on hollyhock, and Bert's calling us with a hummingbird report at 308-8867. Hi there, Bert. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. I'm enjoying the fall air. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Okay, I got a uh, habanero plant that's two, two years old, and... And some of the orange fruit, and then uh, with the hummingbird came uh, yesterday or the day before. It's a fairly large. It wasn't a ruby or an emerald. What kind of plant can I put on my balcony that a shade power that will attract hummingbirds? I, I, I apologize. I was talking to somebody. Uh, off there. What kind of what kind of plant are you gonna put on your patio to attract hummingbirds? Shade tolerant yes. does. Oh shade tolerant? The yes, sir. fire spike. Fire spike penta. Pentas. And fire spike penta. Uh, you know, actually for the fall you could even put fire fire bush. That's true. Any, that, that are blue. Zin- and zinnias, even zinnias. Because you're not, you know, you wouldn't have them there permanent. All you want is uh, six to eight weeks. Right. That's a good point. So, okay, so, so any, 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 any hummingbird plant that's blooming, you can put in a container, you can put on a, in a shade area. And for next year, you know, you would, then you'd look at Penta, for Penta would bloom all spring and summer and into the winter. And they like it. They like it, yeah, because I get a lot of nice sun all about till just about right now. 
Well, like, like Calvin said, the, the problem is, I mean, you're not growing them. You know, you're not grow, You're not putting them there to grow and bloom. You're putting them there to just to have the blooms there and attract bloom. They've already set their bloom. Okay. So, uh, so you you know you don't really care about the sun or fertilizer no, or anything now. In the, short term. in the short term, yeah. Yeah. In the short then, term. then in the long term, you you do use you find some. Yeah, that's why where you would plant put your pentas in a container next spring, and they'll bloom all the way through to this time of the year. So. All right. Great. Thank all you right, much, thank guys. You Good luck, Bert. You take care. Bye bye. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And we always get questions that we can't answer. Yeah, but our listeners may be helping to help. Uh, I don't think the listeners are going to be able to help us out on this. All right, you're throwing down the challenge. Said I have two pear trees. This is from Pennsylvania. Okay. Said I have two pear trees that have never bloomed. Years, they they look great, but no pears can can I fix this somehow? Now see, we can't talk to this guy. Is he, is he talking about? They never have pears, or the fact that they never bloom, you know. So well, we can't ask him that question. But if they just never bloom, and uh, let's see, did he say how old they were? Years they look great, but no pears. See, they're they're ornamental pears. They're ornamental pears that uh, that uh, never have never have pears or have small pears on them. And, uh, but, uh, as far as wrote him back, said, I'm sorry, I have no idea why they do not bloom, nor a reason for it. Um, so that's, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, the, the non-answer to that. Uh, I guess I could have written him back and told him, you know, the, the old technique of, uh, of girdling, some way girdling them at the bottom of it, but I, I just don't believe that's a. I, I believe that's an ornamental pear you're dealing with, yeah. rather than a. He didn't send the variety name or I had anything a, else. I had a Warren pear. Uh, you know, Warren has been described as a great pear, tasty pear, but I had a Warren pear that was uh, got to be nine years old without ever. Blooming. It never bloomed? Never bloomed. Finally, it, uh, you know, as you might guess, I got less and less inclined to give it special watering or anything, and uh, it, it died, and I didn't, I didn't miss it one bit. Because, <laughs> uh, so it never bloomed at all? No, yeah, not at all. It just didn't have fruit. It, it never bloomed. Yeah, it just, not, it, uh, it just kept growing, and uh, that's all. Said. 308 8867. You got a pretty intense question off the air there. That man that came up right before the break. Remind he was, me. He was, he was asking oh. about the grasses. Oh, yeah. He had, he had big, he had tall uh, Bermuda type seed heads uh, that uh, was arising out of his San Augustine and wondered how he could control it. Uh, well, I said to him, he couldn't spray anything because. It would kill both grasses, um, 
And then I asked him how tall he was mowing in San Augustine. It was down there about uh, two inches. So part of, and, I, and it was a full sun. Obviously, it was a full sun. Milton, you want to get that? Oh, okay. Obviously, it was a full sun yard. Um, and so I just suggested that next next year, next year he'd uh, do the uh, pre-emergent for the seed part. But the other the other thing that I thought he might try, uh, I warned him it might not work this year, but a wick applicator because this grass grows so much higher than the, the San Augustine does that you could just walk by and touch it and. Uh, we're kind of at the end of the year now, so it may be harder to get it. But for for a while, you could kill the existing uh, tall grass just by w- touching it with a Roundup in a wick applicator. And so that that might work. And he, anyway, he thought that was a, something he wanted to try. Wick applicators are difficult to find nowadays. People just don't use them like we used to. But you can get them on the Internet. There's lots of choices on the Internet. They're cheap, and they come in... They'll mail them to you fast, yeah, you know, within a couple, three days if you send them the credit card number. They'll send Do you know them. what kind of grass that was? You know, it looked, looked to me, uh, the foliage looked like Bermuda, but it was not It was no, not it Bermuda. Bermuda. It was some kind of like a barnyard grass. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I thought it was just an annual. I didn't think it was a uh, perennial, but just in case that wick would work. Yeah, but the, it was amazing. The seed heads were so high mm-hmm. out there. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Uh, Niels Bear had an interesting uh, deal on his uh, his question and answer on his, on his new uh, weekly uh, uh, newsletter, which, by the way, if you're a big-time gardener, you need to... Or if you're just interested in plant material, you need to sign up for that. It's free, and it's a weekly newsletter. And uh, you can get to it by going to the front page of uh, plantanswers.com. And over to the right, it's it's got a place. It says uh, Neil Spirit Gardens. You click on that, and that'll tell you how to how to get there or how to, how to get it free every week. And he does a good job with it, as, as Neil does with everything. Uh, he one of one of the things he covered, and I never thought about it, was is uh, uh, what his great favorite ground cover is, uh, and it, it's mondo grass. And uh, he said, uh, "Plant called mondo grass or monkey grass." Uh, as used as a ground cover, and the reason to, reason that mondo grass is his favorite ground cover is he says that uh, it's shade tolerant, it handles shade perfectly. Anything from total shade to morning sun with afternoon shade, it just won't tolerate hot reflective afternoon sun against concrete or brick. But uh, one interesting thing he brought up is that it prevents erosion. No ground cover we grow, uh, no ground cover we grow has roots as tenaciously. If you plant it closely enough, within a few months there will be enough roots to hold back uh, almost all the strongest currents. So the, those of you who have uh, 
an erosion problem. We always are, you know, Asian jasmine and things like that won't won't take care of that. But he says it's mondo grass or monkey grass will uh, will take care of it. And he said it's easily cleaned. In other words, when you're dealing with a, a tall ground, a taller ground cover like that, uh, sometimes you worry about cleaning it out. He said, my pecan leaves have little stems called petioles. They also have several leaflets per leaf. Uh, all of that snags in traditional trailing ground covers, making blowing fallen leaves a difficult task. Not so with mondo grass, a power blower can have it cleaned out in minutes. I've, I've seen ground, uh, landscape crews cleaning that out like that, and uh, it's, it's interesting. You can then mow or bag the shredded leaves off to the side and use them either as a mulch or a combo. It's evergreen. It's dark green and makes a perfect carpet. I don't think it'll freeze. No, it's. I mean, once it's established, the hardest part is to get it established. And it's, but it does take uh, shade. Don't uh, I think Neil is a little optimistic on how much sun it'll take. But uh, it's highly pest up, resistant. Up there in Dallas, it probably takes a little more sun than it. Yeah. Down here, but uh, yeah, and then sometimes you can find it on sale in like one-gallon containers, or, and uh, that that's really great if you can plant it that way. But it's yeah, it's a nice, a very attractive. You can't uh, it's tough to play ball in it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a serious ground cover. Yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number, and we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867 or toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a second. Or give us a call when we want to talk to you about hollyhocks, too. So if you're a hollyhock grower, you call us at 308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 938. Am the answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There are a lot of reasons to head on over to Millburgers. For you gardeners out there, there's plenty of great reasons to head to Millburgers because right now you'll find savings on some of your favorites. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you'll save 40% on perennials in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, fresh shipments arriving daily of things like Mexican dwarf petunia, firebush, fanic phlox, fall aster, plumbago, and more. Now 388 in the one-gallon container. Fall is for planting, and Millburgers has the best selection of foundation and landscape plants in San Antonio at a great price. Ready for this? Eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container for some of your favorites, like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly, and more. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on petunias, garden mums, and don't forget, bring the kids out. This is the other great reason. It's a pumpkin patch, the terror train, and all sorts of fun. Right now at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Owing money to the IRS is terrifying, especially when you're fighting alone. It's David versus Goliath, and at any moment they can take your paycheck, seize everything you own, and even throw 
throw you in jail. At U.S. Tax Shield, we can immediately stop the harassment and get you protected while our experienced team of tax experts work on significantly reducing what you owe. Our IRS insiders know the laws and can take full advantage of the government's new Fresh Start initiative. This crucial knowledge can reduce your debt in ways you never imagined. In fact, these strategies have saved U.S. Tax Shield's clients nearly $3 million in 2016 alone, and we have an A-plus rating with a Better Business Bureau. Fighting a loan is expensive and leaves you completely exposed to the IRS's aggressive tactics. But you can end the anxiety with one simple phone call. If you owe over $10,000 or have unfiled returns, call U.S. Tax Shield now and learn about our price protection guarantee. It's completely confidential, free, and there's no obligation. Call 800-997-5308. That's 800-997-5308. 800-997-5308. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hello, this is Esther Nail, owner of Spot Asante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spot Asante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spot Asante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spot Asante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spadasante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit Spadasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spadasante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life the stakes are high so don't miss a minute the second presidential debate is tonight listen live on 9 30 a.m the answer or watch with us at the lion and rose british restaurant and pub in the rim clinton i call it trumped up trickle down trump you are going to approve one of the biggest tax increases in history the debate begins at eight sponsored by the lion and rose and the god family country radio show airing after the debate tonight on 9 30 a.m the answer Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Now, Lisa, do you want to come on the air with your... <laughs> here, let's... Oh, here, do you want to come on the air? No, 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 no. I want to know if it's just now starting its lifespan or if it's starting to phase out. Because it's if starting... it's an annual, I want to know if I'm looking at months so... of life or if I'm looking at... It phasing out what's, what's in the next. It's phasing out. So what Lisa like has brought us tomatoes. is a tall plant uh, a baby in a one-gallon container with little baby pumpkins all over it. Um, I don't know if it's called this or not. It sure looks like this. So I did pumpkin tree. Is that what it was called there? Yeah. Oh. Pumpkin tree, yeah. Okay, so I Googled pumpkin tree and got something called pumpkin on a stick eggplant seeds. 
Uh, oh, eggplant. Oh. Well, it's, so solarium uh, was the genus. That's and, right. Integrifolia. Integrifolia. Yeah. Okay. So it's the same. Uh, starts to bloom midsummer. Fruit color is orange. It's got an upright habit. Uh, oh, it doesn't tell me more. Oh, okay. Here, what, what do I need to look at? Is it an annual or is it a perennial? Uh, okay, I'm looking to see where that all that is. Okay, I don't see that. Uh, uh, carrying around. This has got not edible Lisa on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it says on the top of the of the page, the must-have marvel. Marvel. That's, That's what it says. Must well, that, have marble. That, remember the old Parade magazine? I mean, at the back of there, there was always something must have. Or this is this is the answer to all your grass problems. <laughs> I'm still looking. So see what what Yo. they've done is they grew it like it grew like a tomato or pepper, and they grew it in in the, the pots. And then when they got ready to sell it after it set fruit. See, they cut it back. See yeah. the big cuts on the top? Right. And then they, they probably took the leaves off so you could see the pumpkin. And so it's been cut back. So all you, all you have to do is uh, keep it from uh, freezing. And I'm, and if you wanted to, you could, to keep the plants alive, you could uh, divide that. I know how frugal you are. And uh, he got you got two pl- two plants in a quart container, and you could just probably divide it, or probably the, do divide it next spring if you make it through the year, or you could save the seed and uh, and grow your own plants, and you would grow them just like a tomato. When you, when you plant tomatoes and pepper seed, if you got a greenhouse or whatever, you start them in February. If not, uh, you could start them out in the garden in Mar- late March, early April. And they sh- should be, like I said, they grow, grow them just like a tomato or, or an eggplant. Or tomato, eggplant, pepper, something like that. Yeah, well, I was curious because of the thick stock and the thorns and everything that it would be hardier than what they claim it to be as an annual. Yeah. And it says what? It grows to like four feet? Right. Uh, oh, three to four that. feet. Plants will grow three to four feet. Yeah, and to give it a lot of space or something? Just like a... Space the plants like about three feet space. apart to leave plenty of room for the dangling fruit. Okay. Okay, great. Well, then I, I think you read somewhere in there that it started in in the mid-summer. Oh, did I? Okay. Oh. How to grow pumpkin on a stick or pumpkin tree. This is from the Pumpkin Nook. All right. Is there such a thing as a plant called pumpkin on a stick? Yes, we have it right here. With the Internet, that, uh, oh, man. Let's see. Um... Three to five feet tall, produce rib fruit, a little smaller than miniature pumpkins. The fruit grows, it, it is deep in green color, uh, ripens to a reddish orange. Then when it dries, it colors, it light, the color lightens and be, appears to be more orange in color. Oh, well, there's it in the ground. Let's see if it tells me. Uh, oh, too many pictures. Oh, wow, look how. Yeah. Yeah. Picture. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, that is, that's fabulous. I love those. Yeah. 
So, yeah, nice and green. You can still, a uh, common name given to the plant, florists use it for fall floral arrangements. Uh, well, give me some more information. Ah, I, I got no more information than that. Well, they don't want you to grow it. They want you to so, use it as an ornamental. Yeah. I mean, as a decorative. Uh, uh, that one picture looks more like eggplant than. No, yeah. oh, the leaves and stuff? Yeah, the leaves. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's something from Trader Joe's. Let's see. The what? We already have that. Oh. Not your garden variety pumpkins. Um, okay, that's all I got, Lisa. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. That's more than I came with. But see, the the well, and it's certainly it's, more than we usually fruit, give her when she brings something. The fruit, <laughs> the fruit is uh, drying up uh-huh. uh, right below the where they cut it off. Right. So uh, I see in here and there how the fruit is drying up, just just like a just like a pepper. Okay, well then we'll do it both ways. We'll save it. it for the seed and we'll plant the stock into the ground, protect it over winter, and if it doesn't come back or if it there dies, then we'll just replant it next year. There you go. Well, do. Okay, second question, potato vine. Do we sell that here? I don't think so. Uh, uh, I, I, haven't you, seen, I haven't seen it. No. And we haven't talked about potato vine in a few years. No. Well, I they're ripening their... Right now is when you see the potatoes on them, isn't it? Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to Canyon Lake, and there was an antique store that had a bunch of it growing on their building. Okay. So we were actually able to abscond with some of the potatoes. There you go. And <laughs> the, the, they really didn't care. They you? didn't care. They have lots of potatoes on them. <laughs> But they're not, they're not edible, are they? Well, no. No, it's all ornamental, but the, the leaves and everything make it a fabulous-looking uh, oh, yeah. plant. It's big it, leaves, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember. Hard shape. In, in my neighborhood, uh, the some of the places that it used to grow are uh, now covered with the uh, cat's claw. Yeah, yeah. It's a cat's claw is a little more aggressive. Oh, I'll say. And per, permanent. Than anything. Well, and I think the potato... Uh, plant potato vine benefits when you have a colder winter because it, co- it comes comes back uh, gangbusters almost like an annual whereas the cat's claw keeps building on a, you know if you have a mild winter it doesn't freeze back it just keeps moving in more territory right but uh, I, no. I, I think you could I think you could use those uh, those potatoes as a plant them in the spring. As a what? As a seed. Oh, yeah. 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 That's why I got them from the plant, so I yeah. could go ahead and put them in the ground next year and hope for... I don't know how aggressive or how fast growing they are, because I've never done it before, but I got enough to try several times over. There you go. <laughs> well, they can do some so, serious growing. Oh, they'll yeah. Grow, yeah. They'll grow up telephone poles and pro- start across the wires. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm very familiar with very aggressive vines because I have Dutchman's Pipe, the Gigantica, mm-hmm. and I have the Sky Vines and things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. Hey, this says, uh, according to WalterReeves.com, he says, this is, someone asked him if it's okay to eat it, and he says he's not sure if it's safe to eat. The Solarium Sonensenum. Son, Solanum <laughs> family has some poisonous members uh, in it, including uh, 
tomatoes, potatoes, gypsum weed of uh, gypsum weed of cowboy movie fame. What is gypsum weed? Huh? What is Jim? Jimson? Yeah. Jimson weed. What is that? Poisonous. Ah, okay. Big time. So, okay, so I think Jerry's advice not to eat it is probably good. That's okay. I didn't We're, plan on doing it. Oh, good. Okay, I was scared for you. <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot, you guys. All right. Okay. Thanks for stopping. Yeah. It's always fun to see you. There you, you go. All right. Thanks. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Larry's on the line. Hey, Larry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Happy Sunday, guys. Happy Sunday to you. I've got a yeah, real bad echo. Let me ask my question if I can hang up. Roma Supplies doing real well as far as production, but either spider mites or rust moved in. How do I tell the difference? All right, don't hang up. Let's see. What is the plan? Uh, Roma Surprise. Roma. Spider mites or rust? I never heard of rust on them. Me either. But ru- rust would be, they, they name it rust because you can get look at the bottom of the leaves and uh, rub the spores off uh, the little uh, fungus bodies off and on your finger, and it looks like rust, like you rub, rub rust off the, on the finger. So, uh, well, it's not doing, uh, so it's it, not mu- doing, it must be spiromite. It must be spiromite. Okay. We had 13 inches of rain back, you know, in uh, August, and the, the plants are large. Not a whole lot of production yet, but there's a lot of green fruit on them. And I was just they? worried there's there's nothing to do for the spider mites at this point, right? Now they, now they have a tendency to kind of blow their wad. I mean, they put set all this fruit, they ripen the fruit, they don't kind of plant so um, no now that you know there's nothing to do to s- preserve that f- foliage but I wouldn't be surprised if they g- go ahead and ripen all that fruit and the fruit doesn't get very large anyway so um, right yeah the, ro- ro- this is the first time I've grown Roma surprised and you know it puts on clusters of four and five tomatoes yeah, and, and, the and they one did. I've they seen put. Is probably four inches, four inches long. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of a lot of fruit, but it's it all comes at once, and so so it's not it's not the same as like tycoon or something where the foliage maintains itself over a longer period of time. So I wouldn't be surprised if your your plants are you know just that that's that normal process. Because you can ident- in my garden you can identify the row that's got the Roma surprise because it it looks the most scraggly at this point, other than the fact it's got all those tomatoes in there. Okay, so that won't affect the the ripening then. Yeah, just yeah, just maximize the use of the fruit, and uh, I don't think expect a, um, any kind of longer season from it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great Sunday. Good luck. Larry. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. I want to mention one more time for those who are interested in fruit production in the area uh, to go on to uh, 
plantanswers.com and look up the information on the fifth annual Texas Fruit Conference, which this year is going to be, I think, in New Braunfels. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there, you need to get go ahead and get registered for that. I think it's the last last uh, this month, last of October, first of November. It's Halloween and first of November. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've got all the registration information and and also the program and everything else on plantanswers.com under the uh, topics of the month in red, and uh, it's under the fifth annual uh, Texas Fruit Conference. So uh, if you if you're growing fruit fruit crops of any type, I'm I'm talking about commercially. Um, or are you interested? Yeah, yeah. Well, there, you got to be real interested because I think the registration is fifty or sixty bucks. I think it's ninety. Oh, is it ninety bucks? Yeah. I was trying to make it better. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, uh, didn't, didn't, isn't that what he's told to, us before? We wanted to. I mention, don't remember. Yeah. We wanted to mention that again. Uh, also, uh, don't forget your uh, lawn fertility. This, this is a, we recommend to fertilize lawns, uh, maybe specifically about twice a year. Yeah, and as long as as long is, as your lawn is uh, green and still still growing, there's still plenty of time to to fertilize with a um, winterizer fertilizer. And uh, the price is right too, here at Millburgers. And yeah, they're uh, three one two ratio eighteen six twelve. There you go. Lots of nitrogen. Forty pound bag covers seventy two hundred square feet. Regularly twenty five dollars. Now seventeen dollars. So uh, good uh, good savings on the fertilizer and. Uh, uh, and you now, can use that fertilizer for your cut flower garden. You can use it for. Uh, Right. Your vegetables. So you know, even if you don't have a 7,200 square foot lawn, uh, you'll you'll use it up. All right. All right. Again, 308, 8867, but not too much time left. Uh, Lynn's Legacy is our plant of the weekend. Lynn's Legacy Sage. I encourage you to go look it up online when you get a chance and see what a beautiful plant this is. And then, if you want one, call the nursery quick at 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, they'll, uh, they'll make the connection. So if you want to come out here and get one, that's easy. Just come on out and do it. But if you want to make sure uh, and have it just waiting for you when you get here, just call them, and they'll take care of it, too. So it's yeah, I don't know why they got these. Trace is not here to find out where they got here, but they are very rare and hard to yeah. find because the... The big commercial producers are not producing them because they're they're, they're loose plant growth in the container. But this this one's been trimmed up and it's it looks very nice in its container. So, uh, but the the growers don't like to have to prune them up or or what them up, especially especially when they're producing them by the thousands. So uh, this is a real find for to find Lynn, Lynn, uh, Lynn Legacy uh, and have, have it available for sale. I'm, I'm glad to see that happen. Like I say, it is a Texas superstar. Uh, 
also, um, we we had a little bit of rain. I got a little bit of rain in my yard. I but got two tenths. Two tenths, yeah, that's about what I got. But we don't want to remember to uh, to reduce lawn watering. You you put that in your column because if you don't reduce lawn watering uh, from let's say from once a week to uh, once every two weeks, mm-hmm. you think ten days, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you're going to stimulate brown patch, and especially if you got Raleigh, St. Augustine yeah. lawns. And any low spots, and boy, it, once it starts, it's, yeah, it's it covers hard. a lot of territory. Yeah, we, ha- we had not got a product. I, I never have tried to u- use F-stop on it because I've got floor tam, and if you're going to replace, we can, we can plant St. Augustine grass all the way through the winter, but if you're going to replace an area that's, that's a brown patch or takeoff patch, they got a new name for takeoff patch. I can't remember it, but uh, uh, that's not. Well, they they come up with a new name for. Well, takeoff that's good. Patch. That was a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to begin to wrap up here at Mill Burgers. We want to thank everybody for listening to be a part of the show, and thank did you. Uh, would you get your other one back? Yeah. And thank Al back at the station for getting all the calls on the air and uh, making it sound so good. Hey, by the way, uh, you can find out what's going on at Millburgers, including the sale items, by going to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll join us. Uh Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.